Okay, we are now recording. Very exciting, you guys. So today, our guest performs all over New York, New Jersey, but hails from Oklahoma. He's open for Mark Norman. I know Mark Norman has a huge following. That's so amazing. We are so excited to welcome Joshua Lay to Comedians Exposed. Joshua, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. This is cool. I, I got to see you pretty recently, but besides that, I didn't really get to catch up, so this will be fun. Yeah, it is exciting. It was very, yeah, Josh and I got to see each other now that, you know, restrictions are lifting, people are out, comedy's happening. It was so fun to, you know, be back out in that scene. How have you been doing? How did you uh, make out during the year of a global pandemic? Uh pretty crappy to be honest i mean i was fortunate enough to work wife's fortunate enough to still work um but yeah it just sucked because my wife works in senior living and you know i don't want to like go out to and try to be responsible then the whole time i was like like the few times i would go i was like i might just murder her entire uh residential like work area this would be terrible so i i stayed in a lot um, which was like good for a lot of things. Like I was able to get caught up in a lot of reading, um, which was nice, but comedy wise, brutal, fucking brutal. Yeah. We're going to talk about that, but before we do tell everybody on social media, which platforms are you on? Where can we find you? Uh, the main one just be Instagram. It's just at Joshua lay my name. Then I have like a website that I put stuff. It's been, been a minute, but uh, just Joshua lay.com. I somehow lucked out, was able to, get my own name um not to be confused with joshlay.com it's a disaster there's another comedian named joshlay.com but thank god he's like a bald white dude so we look nothing alike but he's also like a comic but he's like legit successful he like worked for like jimmy fallon a bunch of other stuff but it's really weird and like when i was figuring that out years ago i was like oh that kind of sucks but. <laughs> ah. Well, that's okay. I think it's like Michael, what, Michael B. Jordan, you know what I mean? Like, eventually it's just going to happen. And, True. You know. Well, so, you know, the basis of the podcast we talk about, because um, for me, comedy started in a very vulnerable place. It's still something I feel really vulnerable about. So I like talking with other comics to see if that's the same for them. You know, I automatically assume that it's like my experience is universal, but obviously mm -hmm. it's not. So I want to first talk about you. Uh, what's comedy for you? What is comedy? Define it for me. Ooh, that's, that's going to be tough to define without rambling, I feel like. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm all about being vulnerable, too. I, I listened to the other, the other episode. I, I think I might be the first one to cry. On <laughs> uh, that's going to be my, my thing. Uh, but, no, awesome. comedy to me, I mean, uh, it's a form of expression. Uh you know, I, the thing I like about it is that, you know, it, it is for everybody, even if people have different sensibilities or how they perform comedy or how they write it. But I mean, you know, everybody likes to laugh, albeit it could be different subject matters, but um, like, it's just a really great thing to do. And for people like me, it's, it was a real easy way to kind of express and slash connect with other people. What do you so mean was, people like you? Uh, or really people like you? Uh, very, very shy. And then, um, just little, like, I don't know, pro like probably a little like personally afflicted with some things to where, 
in elementary school and then middle school, high school, I just always felt uncomfortable. Even now, like when we are at bars, whatever, at a show, I always just feel real, like just out of my mind, like, Oh God, like it's, it's so stupid, but are you uh, an introvert or an extrovert? So I'm guessing, you know, it sounds like, you know, pretty much an introvert, right? Yeah. I don't know. So like my wife, Abby, I was like, you're an extrovert hundred percent. I was like, I don't know. I mean, inside i don't feel that way maybe my actions but inside like it's twisting and then i i i overthink and uh i'll like beat myself up in the moment and then like but internally and then like when i outside of the after the fact i'm like oh this is this is ugly but uh i mean of course when i'm around certain people or even if it's at least one person that i feel pretty close with I would say like I can be extroverted because in essence, I'm just trying to make that person laugh or just goof off. Yeah. But like, like if you see me at work, I'm not super close with coworkers. Also, I I don't know how to like talk to them, like just like (laughs) normally without being a vulgar or um, immature, I guess. Do you think that's a a universal comedic trait though? Because I do feel that comedians, once once you're once you've established yourself in that threshold, it's they're just people always going for the joke. And people who are not in comedy, particularly if you're like at a you know, a workplace that is not full of comedians, you know, and you're going for the joke, there can be a lot of awkward situations. Does that happen to you? Do you ever get yourself into awkward spots? Uh yeah, for sure. And but what sucks is a lot of times the awkwardness, like it won't even be me trying to be funny. It's just like it's me trying to communicate or just like to have a, a conversation that it just it gets tripped up and all that weird stuff but yeah. uh, uh to go back a little bit yeah like comedy that's just kind of I guess what it is for me and I don't know like you mentioned I grew up in Oklahoma and stuff and mm-hmm. I was like predominantly the only Asian dude for the most part and then I was, I was really shy I'm really bad about mumbling now but even when I was younger I was like really bad like like just nothing would come out and uh I don't like the only way that I was able to like make friends was just, you know, we would laugh or a person would do something. I'd laugh like, Oh, okay, here we go. But yeah, I don't know. So you found, so what was then comedy? How did, um, if that was like your roots where you would connect with people laughing with them, when did you decide that, you know, you're like, all right, let me take this to the next level and try comedy. Well, I wanted to do it ever since like, even probably fifth grade middle school and stuff but I was always super shy like at crazy stage right like I remember middle school like they had like drama class stuff which I love it's really cool and real fun just to to try to be goofy I hated like all the serious stuff just because I couldn't take myself seriously in those uh like scenarios but um then so like in middle school it was always fun because like I really want to do it, but I was too shy to like any of the performances or like any of the talent shows. I was like, especially because I didn't have a talent. Like, I, it's not like I could really tell jokes. Like, did I any kids go up and tell jokes in fifth grade? Was that no. like you know, the talents like that they would have, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot, a lot of like tap dancing. I guess kids are doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, then then even in like high school, like I I so badly wanted to be in like the the theater group of people but I was too shy and nervous but I was like I want to do it because like that would be like a way to perform yeah. and also in Oklahoma, oh, in Oklahoma um there's not like a comedy scene or anything not like out here to where you can just go somewhere and then so to kind of go a little further like senior high school is like oh, I guess I should go to college maybe like I should, I should I'll take the ACT and stuff and I 
getting uh, uh, to OSU, Oklahoma State University. And I was like, I don't know what I want to go for, but I know I want to go to writing because like even in like high, uh, English class, I'd always write and like try to write really funny stories or stupid things. And uh, I always wanted to write because I was like, I'm too shy to perform. Maybe I can just write stuff. Yeah. And, and then my my idiot self was like, all right, I'll go to Oklahoma State. What are you going to major? And I was like, uh. Uh, comedy writing like we don't have that I was like uh what writing like so you mean journalism I was like sure and then like ah. and then like just like a semester in I was like oh, I mean this stuff's pretty interesting but this is what I want to do so then I was like I'll do creative writing which was actually a like a blessing I, I, I think just because to not even like think about writing sketches and stuff or like yeah but just to really break down writing and prose and then uh, I was like, oh, I'll minor in theater, too, because I thought you had to have a, mi- a minor to graduate. I was like, oh, yeah, it just makes sense. And yeah. people were like, you don't have to do that. Like two years. Then I was like, oh, well, it worked out. But it's still funny because I, I didn't hang out with any of the theater kids. I just did like the theater classes. And they're always like, who is this kid? That's all. <laughs> like, he doesn't. You're just, you're just doesn't around. He, yeah, I was just you're really just lurking. <laughs> yeah. For, like I do now at, at comedy shows. But uh, <gasps> um. So yeah, that's that's a that's a ramble of sorts, but so I always want to do that stuff. And then, I feel like though what you talked about is exactly like tapping into what we should be tapping into. Like, you know, you said for the longest time you wanted to do it, you wanted to do it, and you didn't do it. So yeah. would you say like for you, like that's your feeling of vulnerability is like having that desire to want to do something and not executing it? When I was younger, I mean, now now that I, I do it and I don't have like the stage fright with that stuff, um, I would say my vulnerability is different, which I, I think would be a good thing because it's showing that like mm-hmm. I'm thinking differently and I guess to, to sound real pretentious, like growing, right? But um, <laughs> well, I hate that uh, you think that's pretentious? I mean, I, if I were to listen to someone else saying what I just said, like, look at this douche, like, come on. Don't you, you, but, don't, uh, you don't want to grow? Like, could you imagine, what about the opposite? You're saying, hey, I never want to grow? Like, oh, yeah. Who no, would you no, rather exactly. be? The pretentious true. douche or the, the man stuck in, you know? Very, very true. And I, and I that's that kind of reminds me, like, uh, seeing other comics and stuff, especially now, like, if you go to, like, or when mics are, you know, uh, accessible and prevalent, um you'd see like people like oh, i wish i would have started younger and i was like no why like you're doing it now it's probably better because i used to think the same thing but and i think about the stuff that like the kind of humor i would write or like aim for or think that i would say like man that's that's bad i mean that's just growing pains of it too but yeah um i'm i'm glad i didn't do it younger and then if i would have got a decent response to that material then it probably just would have kept me going in that direction which in my mind would have been pretty rough i think so what would have those things sounded like what would have been some of those topics you would have written about that you would have um, that that's not who you want to be now uh definitely just a lot of like just crude crass humor even though a lot of stuff i i say now i guess it would fall into that category but i would just classify it more as like pretty juvenile um like not not a lot of like not to say that any of the jokes I tell now have you know, any substance behind it, but just real dumb, silly stuff that yeah. um, I like that teenage boys, young boys would laugh at. And yeah. Like, cause definitely at that age, like, so basically it's like picture like Judd Aptow movies, kind of like 40 year old version of everything. 
it's like my my friends always love that because that's how we kind of joke about before and then uh-huh. like that became like the mainstream comedy blockbuster uh, comedy vein yeah. in a way so it would have been like just really bad that so what do you joke about now then um well this is hey this you're a good interviewer because it ties into the the vulnerability stuff now uh i tried it so i try to just joke about things that would be specific to me and it might not seem that way with some of them because i mean uh, i'm not a, a great joke person but yeah i gotta but uh because one of my biggest concerns is always like i don't want to say something that's been said a million times or that that kind of uh is similar to other people's jokes so the way i try to like avoid that is like all right what's something that's really personal to me from my perspective that i can share that could either be relatable in, in some sense of like that that feeling maybe other people have or, or that that silliness or it's just like a way to for me to just kind of get it off my chest deal with it but and with at least with like you know levity and stuff yeah so then how much because i feel like comedy like again i've been talking about this with some comedians like it's to me i feel like it's a spectrum like you know you have your classic joke writing you have your performers who are joke writers and they go up and they memorize their jokes and they repeat their jokes and they're excellent in the art of joke writing and then i feel like you have the opposite end of the spectrum because again i feel like there's a lot with stand-up besides the writing you know you have the whole performative aspect of it um I feel like then there's comics who go up there with like, this is me and this is who I am. And I'm just going to show off myself and be my truest self and just really share my truest self. So which side would you kind of like fall closer to, do you think? Uh, joke writing. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah. Cause why well, I'm not, I don't have the confidence to be like, this is me, nor do I think that I'm that interesting to be like, hey, this is me, this is myself, what up? Uh, not at all, but uh, yeah, definitely joke writing. Cause I think I also like when I was younger, I had mentioned that I wanted to be like a, a writer, but I'll be a, a comedian slash writer, joke writer. Yeah. Um, and so I get, and plus I'm more uh, just naturally drawn to that. Like, you know, I love reading in general. So it's fun just to hear jokes and really think about how they're constructed and everything. Like That's what I like. It's, mm-hmm. Not fun to to break down jokes and talk about them, but to me, it's just to kind of figure it out. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's never. I feel like, yeah, exactly. It's never fun to, like, break down the jokes. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, that's why, too, I know this pain cast can, or this podcast can be really painful for people because it's like, all right, <laughs> let's do that. Let's take everything apart and look at all the uncomfortable bits. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> What about though? Um, Cause you said before, just a little bit ago that you said like your comedy now is more about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, how, how much of you are we getting? How? Um, so, so, I mean, whenever I say me, I, I guess it's more of like uh, things that I've experienced and how it made me feel, I think, or I, I try to make anything that, that really was kind of shitty or, or that seemed to have an effect on me um you know big or small but I just try to frame it to that like when I say it's me it's not more like you know here's me and my mannerisms my actions my confidence it's more like here's stuff that I think about reflect on or here's things that have happened to me that really have uh you know 
done some damage or, you know, done some positive things. I just try to frame it in that way. And also, I mean, I don't know. Um, a, a lot of it too is just, I, I want to, to, um, I'm so concerned a lot of times that just stepping on other jokes or retelling a joke that's been done that I was like, well, I can avoid that or I can avoid like some of the, the tired topics that you hear at an open mic or even like a, a comedy show. Yeah. Um, so like I can avoid that if I just focus on what's specific to me, um, what's for a, a, another pretentious thing, what's authentic to me and uh, what, what can I figure out from there because that that's what at least will make me laugh or worst case scenario make the my wife laugh or maybe my brother sister are you is that so then are you looking for that then um for yourself like even if you know like you just said at least at the you know i'll get a laugh so how much of comedy is just for yourself um it depends so I would like to write. I mean, I don't want to like write for myself. Obviously, I want to to entertain people, and make them laugh, and have a good time. But um, pr- probably a good amount. I mean, I don't. I would. I can't put like a percentage on it, but I definitely probably lean more into that way because you know I I can be kind of a, an emotional dude. So I think it's the way to process it. And growing up, I didn't know how to process like emotions. It just didn't wasn't taught to me. So I got like negative ways of doing it, I guess, just like with anger or just holding it in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to cry, dude. You're going to give me a cry. <laughs> you can cry. I'll cry with you. I love to cry. You need I'll to cry. cry at least like once a week, like have a good blubbering, snot filled cry. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Crying's crying's awesome. It's so awesome. Get it all out, you know, and just level yourself out. And then everything feels just <laughs> like, uh, I'm good. So then, okay. Comedy. Cause like, you can't, to me, like, I feel like comedy can be so many things for so many people. Um, but what's, before we go back to comedy, I want to talk about vulnerability a little bit more. Um, cause you said vulnerability for you is different. So as in where you are in this space in time, what's vulnerability for you? What does it mean? Or what would happen? Or what would you talk about? in your comedy that would make you feel vulnerable? Uh, the, the, the things that I, I, I've tried it like a few times, like open mics and stuff, but when I feel most vulnerable is whenever I try to talk about just, you know, experiences growing up that were really awful, that suck. And so I get, I, I'll just I'll, I'll see. Look, this is what I'm saying. I get in my own head. I, I'm thinking too much. I, so I'll, I'll I'll quit worrying about if I if I sound like a like an ass. So like like the traumatic experiences and things that I, I may have ex- gone through, or that um, you know my my close immediate family have gone through, and you know when one family member goes through that, you all experience it together if you're pretty close, which you know my family for the most part is, but. I, I, there's some things I want to joke about that we had to deal with growing up. And a lot of times, you know, more, most of the time it's probably me for not finding the right, the right joke to it or the, the right, um, you know, uh, fine tuning it. But a lot of times when I've done it, it just made people sad and kind of bummed out to where whenever I say what I would think is the punchline that would get a laugh, but just people like, Oh man, I was like, ah, yeah. That and plus, I, 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 
I get more choked up and like the get the yips about it when I try to tell those kind of jokes because I guess I'm just like, uh like I get definitely like more nerve, more nervous about that kind of stuff. So do you think a couple things? Do you think that you know, because especially to a lot of comics I've talked with, you know, have said that you can make anything funny, right? So yeah. when you said that the joke, it's funny to you, but the audience feels sad. Do you think that it may be um the topic, like, why do you think, do you think it could still be worked on or tweaked to where that you are getting the, the reaction you're getting is getting the same reaction from the audience? You know what I mean? Because that's what you're looking for. You, if you think it's funny, that's what you want. You want audience to connect with you on that. So it's like, do you think you could still work through it? And do you think your lack of confidence in it impacts how the audience perceives it? So I definitely think that it can still be workable where it, where it is funny, where where the joke does come through, and, and I, more often than not, yeah, probably my lack of confidence fucks it up. But uh, also, just I, you know, it, I sometimes I wonder because I'll think about it, and I'll, so to not be so vague, I guess. So like my family like grew up like really poor, like just ass poor, and uh, uh, evicted a lot, very dysfunctional, broken home thing. So what I try to like talk about some of the evictions and uh, uh, like that, how it felt, what it's like, especially when you still have to go to school and you're like that whole weird uh, feeling of, of just feeling like a, like a loser and stuff. And uh, like, I, sometimes I don't know whenever I'm telling it and people hear it, if they're just kind of processing it, like, or maybe sometimes it's a little foreign to some people or like, Oh, that's, that's, that's crazy. You know? Cause uh, I don't know. A, a lot of people get uh, confused or weird. Like even whenever I, I, I talk to like in, in private conversations about uh, growing up, like what it's, what it's like to be poor and, you know, experience like no utilities or not have a place to stay or like any consistency in that regard, they're always like, huh, really? So like, it's like, well, like everyone just kind of gets like a movie idea, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It, it always, it, it's kind of hard to translate to um, make it accessible to people if they have always, if they've never really, I guess, experienced it or seen it firsthand in a realistic manner. How could comedy help make that accessible for people? Because I feel like that's what the power of comedy is. And, you know, people who haven't, um, you know, experienced that, how do you think comedy can make it accessible for them? That's, I think that might be the the golden question where you, you know that the joke's working and everything, but I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways maybe. And then sometimes I think maybe the, the, the standup isn't the best way to get it across. Um, but that's just probably because I'm not the best standup. Um, I just haven't figured it out yet, maybe, but you know, it could be one of those things where it's like, yeah, this joke was more suitable for this kind of space. Do you think stand-up can be figured out though? No, hope not. Cause if that was the case, then it wouldn't be unique (laughs) and people, people's personalities wouldn't matter. If you had started it when you were so long, like, you know, when you initially wanted to, what you said, how you said the whole trajectory would have been changed compared to where you are now. Um, Also, I think, I think a lot as well, um, 
because we have the whole physical element, not just writing, you know, we're, we're physically changing all the time. And, you know, as a woman that's aging rapidly, you know, it's like, ah, you know, I, you know what I mean? It's something I'm cognizant of. So thinking about your own self, like how, I don't understand how, I mean, I guess there's formats to writing jokes, but in terms of like, I don't know, like, can you really figure out stand-up? Because I feel like stand-up essentially comes from the place of an internal drive, you know? And right. you're the one ultimately defining it. So what's your ultimate definition of success for you in comedy? Uh, I mean, there, I definitely have, like, multiple viewpoints of success, right? I think there's, you know, the... the um, unrealistic viewpoint but i mean i i would like to uh just have consistent shows and then uh even to to i don't know i mean so so and the uh, this is the worst i'm just <laughs> stuttering everywhere so i mean one, one way of success to me would always be like all right am i at least able to to pay the normal bills and be okay like is my wife be like what the hell this sucks we're because I mean, you know, and plus I grew up poor. I don't want to grow up uh, in the same situation where I have to stress out about the stuff. Not that I want to be rich, but I just want to have consistency. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, comedy is cool and that it's something you could just do and perform, you know, even if you're not quote unquote successful. Um, I don't ever plan on not doing it, even if I'm not you know, what my original perception of success was. But I mean, as long as I'm able to go out there and even come up with new jokes that work or that feel good, I think that's fine. How come? Why will you do it no matter what? Why? Because mm -hmm. it's I it's very enjoyable. It's something that I, I really need. And, you know, I, 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 I love skateboarding as well. That was like my first real obsession. And th a lot of the, the same thrills and fun that I, I've, get from skateboarding especially as a young kid i, I get from comedy and there, there's something about whenever you you, you uh become kind of uh ingrained and these little subculture kind of things you're just with a lot of different characters and personalities and it's fun and it's just uh it's 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 just all amusing i don't know it's, it's cool yeah it's been interesting. And then how do you think uh, being from Oklahoma, has that influenced doing comedy? Like in the Northeast, do you feel that there's regional differences in senses of humor? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, comedy up here is better, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the, just people have more access to it. And um, uh it, one, it, 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 I mean, Northeast is very lucky that it's one of the main hotbeds of comedy where, where there's so much history. Um, but then the, so again, in Oklahoma, it was like non-existent. Like it was, I mean, now they have like a few comedy club stuff, but they all are not anything to be excited about really. And then uh, there's just no comedy scene. Like yeah. it's, it's not like you have consistent open mics to go to. And then um, the people that do it there uh, just are more so like, oh, I was there to do it or uh, like that corny shit. What would you say to then our, our listeners in Oklahoma then who are missing out on not having a big comedy scene? What, would you, what advice would you give them? 
to what I've found out from people around here, just you can start it up pretty easily. That's what's pretty cool about it. It's a very, you know, DIY uh, like ethos behind it because it's like, hey, I, I'll just go to this bar real quick. Hey, you guys kind of set this up. And so you can definitely get a starter pretty easily, as it appears. And I know that, I mean, I've, I haven't lived in Oklahoma for six years now. So it's definitely changed a lot since I was last there. But um, like I know in Tulsa, they're starting to, where I'm from, they're starting to have like more open mics, like yeah. specific comedy shows at some like the dive bars and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, people should just barge it that way. Like yeah. just, you know, we can make it ourselves. It doesn't have to be a big fancy thing, which is something I'm starting to kind of learn um, and actually process and deal with better. Yeah. I feel like that's a good life lesson though. It's like a lot of things like don't have to be this big thing. It just has to be done right exactly just has to be done so joshua it's been so wonderful talking with you can you do me a favor one more time and just plug all of your social media for us yeah the main one would be instagram at joshua lay and then you could also go to joshualay.com you might find some random shit there very good well it's wonderful to talk with you as always as we wrap up i just have one more question for you Okay. As a comedian. Okay. You got to choose. Would you rather be respected by your fellow comedians or respected by the general audience for your joke writing? Comedians. Oh, why? Because so so i to, to kind of make it related back to skateboarding a little bit because my whole skateboarding thing i think has kind of skewed my viewpoint and, and feeling towards a lot of stuff so a skateboard like you could be like really good do a bunch of crazy tricks and shit but it can be awful looking like style wise just looks like shit doesn't look proper it doesn't look right and it's you know the general public like oh that's sick that's super cool but like the other people that, are, that actually skate and are down to like or legitimate or that just actually understand it like oh no like that's kind of whack that's kooky like get out of here and so to get respect from the peers that are a little bit like-minded or that have integrity like that's way more cool than just general um, acceptance because I mean you, you can go to any kind of comedy show whether it's a professional show or open mic and you can hear someone kind of do some you know, hacky, whatever jokes that will be crowd pleasers, crowd crushers. We're just like, oh, fuck that. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no, like, there's nothing behind it. So, yeah. inauthentic. The marshmallow so. fluff of comedy. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Which, who knows? Maybe that's what I am. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're silly. I hope to see you again, my friend. It's been so wonderful to talk with, with you. For sure. Thank you for letting me be on. I'm digging yeah. the pod. Keep making them. Yay, thanks for being on, you guys. Thanks so much, Joshua.